Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. It's time. If you live in the upper Midwest, you know what I'm talking about. It's inevitable. It will be getting colder. It already is getting darker. And there are a lot of things that everyone in the upper Midwest, well, most people, are not looking forward to. So today's episode really is a struggle for many of us. And Dr. Rhoda is going to talk about how do we do this thing called exercise? And the nice thing is, as she talks about this, yes, it applies to up, us in the upper Midwest, but if you're listening from wherever you are, there are really some good key takeaways to ponder. Thanks, Professor Marty. Yeah, for those of us, us living in cold climates, life is changing rapidly. The heavy coats, the scarves, the gloves have appeared. We need to make sure we have good tires on our cars for traction in the snow and the ice. And the temptation when it becomes so cold is just to hunker down and hibernate like a bear. I know that's my temptation. One of my favorite pastimes in the world is to walk, to go for a walk with my dog. But when winter kicks in here in Wisconsin, the ice can be treacherous, as I experienced a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and uh, so as a kid who grew up in Arizona, I'm someone who really, I think despises the right word, <laughs> despises the short, dark, icy days of winter. But I'm trying to learn how to embrace it. So since we have five months of it out of the year and we're here in Wisconsin, I figure, you know, I need to change my attitude. So the Danish word I'm trying to embrace is, I think they call it hygge, hygge, hygge. It's a quality of coziness, hygge. I'm trying to remember. I've heard it said, but I can't recall. A quality of coziness that engenders a feeling of contentment or well-being. So it's kind of that warm, fuzzy, cover up with a blanket, read a book, have a hot cup of coffee or tea or cocoa and light a candle and have nice music on and spend time with friends and talk. And it's kind of that concept of that coziness. Five months of that's which, just a lot. Which <laughs> is really, you know, I'm just thinking, I'll wow, fight for a day or two. five months. <laughs> wow. We've got a long way to go. But anyway, as you said before, what does this have to do with thriving, especially for our listeners who live in warm climates? So brain research will tell us that just as those of us who live in cold regions want to hunker down and sleep, what we really need to do is become more active. And actually, that's the case for all of us, regardless of the climate that we live in. So neuroscientists estimate that the brain processes, this is amazing to me, the brain processes about 2,000 bits of information per second, per second. That's a lot of information coming into our system every second at any given time. And our brain is really, really good at this. It's how God designed us. However, if we are feeling upset or anxious or bored or depressed, we don't attend to this information as well, and we're unable to process it as effectively. One of the surefire solutions to help all these conditions is exercise. So I already have one takeaway. Don't be a bear. Don't hibernate. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Now, now we're on that number two exercise. Go yeah. ahead. When we sit for long periods of time, it actually can affect our posture, our spine, our muscles, our vision. We also have limited oxygen for use for our brain. There's a study by Krantz in the late 1990s that suggested that really we should intentionally move about every 10 minutes. Now, fun little story about this. Well, maybe not fun, but I used to have a... a printer right outside of my office, the office in, uh, next to me, and I shared one printer. And so you could just get up, take like three steps, and boom, you're at the printer. 
the campus uh, did a new policy several years ago to where there's one big printer slash copier. There's two of them, but it's all the way across the library on the other side of the library. And at first I was like, <laughs> got to walk over here to get all my that, That's really over. hard to imagine. But if you're saying it really happened, I've never seen Dr. Rhoda grumpy. Well, I used to kind Unreal. of think, oh, I just, I need this piece of paper and I got to walk all the way over there to get it. And now I'm like, Yay. I get to get up and move and walk. This was such a good idea to install this printer on the other side of the building because it really forces me to get up quite often and walk across the room to go get my printing. So, you know, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. There again, attitude. It's all how we think about things, right? Winter. Keep telling yourself that, Rhoda. So John Rady, who wrote a book called A User's Guide to the Brain, he calls exercise the miracle grow of the brain. I, just, I love that concept. Exercise is like miracle grow, like fertilizer for our brain. Exercise actually changes the neurochemistry in our brains. The quickest way to balance out feelings of anxiousness or frustration or anger is 20 minutes of brisk physical activity. Have you ever been nervous or upset and you went for a brisk walk and you started to settle down? And I, I will tell you, uh, Dr. Rhoda, I'm at the point in my life where I try and I do a decent job, slow jog, but it's not simply for, hey, I feel good. I do, but it also resets my entire system. Mm -hmm. I think better. I, I perform better. And it, it, it almost seems counterintuitive because you would think, hey, I, I need to do this, 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 and this on the checklist. But if I can somehow force myself to find the time to do that, Everything is just better. Makes everything just go better. That's very, very well said. When I'm feeling just kind of fuzzy and I just can't focus, I can't concentrate, I can't find clarity, if I can go for a walk, if I can go get in a, a good workout, man, I come back and the clarity just pops. And so it makes me much more productive if I'll take that half hour and go do that. So physical activity improves memory, concentration. It helps us reframe negatives into positives. Also, when we can incorporate movement into learning, the lesson sinks in better. When we can use movement, music, smells, the memory of that lesson will be much richer and thicker. That information is now stored in multiple lobes of the brain and it'll be easier to retrieve. You can learn more about this in our very first episode that we ever did for this podcast on Five to Thrive. That's right. I remember because you were talking about different parts of the brain yep. and you said that the brain has the consistency of gray matter like an avocado and that that started the discussion okay let's stand yeah, <clears throat> so movement social interaction both of those increase dopamine levels in the brain and this is such an important neurotransmitter with increased levels of dopamine we feel more positive but can also increase our memory and our level of alertness both which are important for learning for clarity in addition to unstructured play for movement, and we talk about the benefits of unstructured play in episode number 53, it's kind of fun we got this library of stuff to refer to now if you want more details on things. So something as simple as changing up our routines can give the brain an excellent chance to exercise. So brain exercise, in addition to physical exercise, doing thinking differently. So are you telling me I should shut off my GPS because <laughs> <laughs> without it, I would be lost? Now, sometimes getting lost... All who wander are not lost, right? Okay. Sometimes there's a benefit in that. So here are some suggestions for really inexpensive, oftentimes free and fun activities to incorporate more movement into your day, uh, more change and variety for your brain, and actually it'll be miracle growth for your brain. So here's some free miracle growth, or very inexpensive. You could try eating with your non-dominant hand or brushing your teeth something or brushing your hair, something as simple as just using your different hand, the non-dominant one for different activities is really healthy for your brain driving home from work a different way. 
maybe drive home, not drive to, just in case, you know, you get lost and you still make it on time. Uh, drive home from work a different way. Play a board game with friends. Learn to speak a new language. Clear the furniture out of the living room. Turn up the music and have a family dance party. Begin playing the harmonica. Okay, I recently did this. You can buy one for $5 online. And there are free YouTube videos that will teach you how to play. So okay. like for five bucks, you can learn a new so, instrument. So I just need to interject here. Mm -hmm. So every time I talk to Dr. Rhoda, I, I learn that she is playing a different type of instrument. And so give them just a few cues, if you're willing. Yeah. Recently, not that long ago, she put on a drum performance, drum competition, right? Mm -hmm. And I forget how, how do you get there, or do you have that posted someplace? Oh gosh, or where should is we? That? Um, maybe we'll bring it up in a future episode. But yeah, we can put it on the website or something. Yeah, once okay, again, like video. I didn't know that. How uh, is that possible? I've played drums for years. That's not a new one, but drums and guitar have been my go-to's. But you can play a, a game of hide and seek with your kids. Uh, I love this one. Build a tent in the living room and then crawl in and read with them. These are free things. Takes us back to childhood. Good for our brain. All of these are inexpensive, fun, and important ways to keep our bodies and our minds moving and growing, even during the long, dark, icy, winter, beautiful, God-given days. Our goal in Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So here are five key takeaways from today's discussion on exercise. Number one, don't be a bear. Don't hibernate. Number two, instead of being a bear, go ahead and exercise. Number three, uh, interaction with others is so very, very important. So, you know, that can take many, many different forms. Maybe you're walking and talking. Number four, there's real value in unstructured play. So structure some time to have unstructured play. And number five, the challenge for you is five, find that $5 harmonica. And we sure would love to hear uh, the results. Well, maybe not hear the results, but, but write the results to us. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, Please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.